Well, welcome back to the Teachable Heart, my friends. I'm your host, David Vitt. Really happy to have you along. Last time, we discussed the early life of John Wesley. We looked at his feeling called by God at the tender age of six, his determination to live a biblical life while at Oxford, and his days in the colony of Georgia. As we left off, Wesley had been jilted by the woman he loved. While his personal dedication to clerical celibacy prevented him from proposing to her, another preacher didn't share the same conviction and eloped with Sophie Hopke. In response, Wesley, who was her and her new husband's pastor, publicly rebuked her and barred her from receiving communion. As you might imagine, her husband, a guy named William Williamson, not kidding, took issue with Wesley's treatment of his new wife. But instead of resolving the issue quietly according to the principles laid out in Matthew 18, verses 15 through 20, the two preachers went to court. Williamson sued Wesley for defamation of character. Their sad trial would last six months. In the end, Wesley was found guilty on 12 different counts, two related to defamation and 10 ecclesiastical or against the church. Wesley licked his wounds, packed his bags, and sailed home to England. He was totally dejected and largely defeated. On the return trip, he wrote, and I quote, I went to America to convert the Indians, but oh, who shall convert me, end quote. When he arrived home on February 1st, 1738, he was discredited and uncertain of his own faith. But God wasn't finished with John Wesley. In London, Wesley met Moravian preacher Peter Bowler. It was Bowler who convinced Wesley that justification by faith was not merely a doctrine, but a personal experience of God's forgiveness. On May 24th of that year, Wesley was born again. After a short stint in Germany, Wesley reconnected with his college friend and fellow Bible moth, George Whitefield. It was Whitefield who first invited Wesley to open-air preach. Wesley nearly refused because the event was not in a church, but he did go. And on that first day, he preached to more than 3,000 people, and he never looked back. Afterward, Wesley wrote, I look upon all the earth as my parish. I judge it my bounden duty to declare unto all that are willing to hear the glad tidings of salvation. And he would spend the rest of his lifetime fulfilling his duty. Tomorrow we'll look, take a look at how God used this man who was once convicted of ten counts against the church. May he remind us that God continues to pursue those who seek him according to Psalm 53, 2. God uses the imperfect and the broken. Never forget it. And until next time, keep the heart teachable.